0: Welcome to The Vinyl Preacher, your weekly podcast where we talk about the Bible and make a playlist. I'm Matt Cato, pastor at St. Mark's Lutheran Church in Los Angeles, California. And currently, I don't know if you've heard, I don't know if you heard this, Zach, but I'm on sabbatical.
1: Dang! Matt, I'm Zach Barris. I am a part-time preacher currently on sabbatical from professional ministry. Of the word Sacrament. But, uh, yeah, Matt, I've heard you're on sabbatical. I hope you got to see some bears uh, at our temporary home in Western North Carolina. We're living in bear country, Matt. They're black bears, so don't have to worry about them eating me. But they're all over the place. <laughs> we see them all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my brother actually asked me this weekend, uh, aren't you worried about bears? And I got to say, no, nah, they just, they're just black bears. It's not." It's not a big deal. Which is the thing that Zach told me one time. Mm-hmm. No, I
1: pass it on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that's true. I mean, you don't want to like poke them. You don't want to hug them. They're giant raccoons. Uh, which, again, even small raccoons, you don't want to touch.
0: <laughs> you don't want to touch.
1: Yeah, yeah, I heard you had bit some bigger uh... than the bear. The raccoons that inhabited our apartments in Chicago, man. Because <laughs> they were huge. Yeah, I...
0: I heard I heard you see some bears uh hanging outside your windows because your spouse had left some pies to cool.
1: That's right. We you know, you wanna be bear aware is a thing people say in bear country and that. And one of the cardinal rules that we violate. We didn't know, you know, sometimes you gotta make mistakes to learn. That my wife, my vinyl spouse, has spent a lot of time recently baking pies. Uh, delicious berry pies and leaves them to cool (laughs) on the windowsill and these bears just come up and they keep eating them we're having bear problems and you know the baking's fine you can't leave it on the windowsill in bear country or a bear will come by i also left a picnic basket outside did not go good
0: (laughs) i don't know why i find this so funny but i hope that you do (laughs) listeners because it makes me laugh every time Oh, good, good. I'm Gosh. glad you got some. You learned it all about the flora and fauna uh,
1: in your new, your your new old home. It's great. The, it's great. The blue ghost fireflies. You know, I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently purchased a home mat that has an invasive species of Japanese bamboo that I'm working to, to to eradicate. To do my part. That is actually my favorite. One of my favorite TikTok accounts. Matt, because I do the tick and the jock. Just just watch. I don't create content there. Is there's a guy who walks around barefoot in the Everglades looking for the invasive Burmese pythons. Uh, what? It's good content. Yeah. He's out there to get them. By the way, I read that T.C. Boyle novel. Did we ever talk about that? I read Which it. There's, one? A new, there's a new T.C. Boyle uh, novel that just came out, and I got a. Um, you may be on sabbatical, Matt, but I have access to books that haven't been released yet. Uh, through some connections I have, I received a pre release copy of it, like a proof copy. And uh, it's about a story that, it's really about climate crisis. And it's a story that happens within the context of of climate change. And it's a real big bummer. And it involves Burmese pythons in Florida. Uh, And uh, (laughs) if you're not in a great mental health situation, I don't think you should read that book. But if you're feeling too good about things, check out that TC book. It's pretty. It's well done. Yeah. It's probably true. Yeah.
0: But it's a book. I read a bunch of his books when I first moved to Southern California because he's like a Southern California guy. He's got a bunch of books like about mm-hmm. that part of the country. And I was like, yeah, I'm reading about Cece Boyle. The
1: tortilla It's
0: all like that. Like, it's like, it's um, really depressing. It's my, it's like, I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. So,
1: <laughs> no, I have not read the, the newest one. That's why I'm out on Ron Rash right now, who I've really loved, who's a Western North yeah. Carolina guy, right? Like, and it's beautiful. And I think it's and true, you know, but like, I mean, I've got a ton, like, I mean, I've got nearly most of this, like, whole collection in, in terms of, audit, like, signed stuff, like, but, like, it's one note, like, it's just, mm. life yeah. it's still pretty depressing, like, yeah, it is, yeah. but I'm okay with that today, I don't need to, <laughs> I don't need the reminder. Mm-hmm, yep, yeah. yep.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, you know who needs the reminder? Isaiah. Who's
1: that? Gosh, I mean, We're back. Isaiah, can dry 55, Fifty five this summer. We're going back can to 55.
0: 55. Uh, but this know. one actually is the visual reading. So I guess mm-hmm. the lectionary makers think it's important. Isaiah 55, one to five, thus says the Lord, ho, everybody's favorite starter. <laughs> ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you that have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk, but get this, buy it without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen, so that you may live. I will make you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, and nations that do not know you shall run to you, because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has
1: glorified you. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Uh, I think this Old Testament reading clearly states that God is a communist. (laughs) Yeah. There is no money, anti-capitalist at least, no money, no price. Yeah, but there is labor. There is labor. hmm Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, apparently he wants you to eat real food, that which is bread, eat what is good, mm-hmm. rich food. Uh, so maybe not uh yeah, a lot of good advice, a lot of good advice here. Also, the witnesses keep showing with this word witness keeps showing up this mm-hmm. summer, too. If you didn't go with seeds retroactively, go back in time, get in your DeLorean. Let's Go back, go back, back to July the beginning 16th. of the summer. You don't want to go to the beginning the... of the
1: summer, okay? You want to go back to prime summer start... preaching series time, July 7th, 16th.
0: Start that sermon series on. Witness. Witnessing.
1: That would mm. be great.
0: It could even be called We Are All Witnesses. That
1: will be great. Get the picture of Photoshop in LeBron. He's probably not going to see you. <laughs> uh, I'm not super compelled, actually, by the, uh, the implications for the economic system. Uh, but that, again, you know, I'm all about the substantial, the material, right? The good news is bread and water. Uh, it's milk. Uh, it is mm. real stuff. It's not just uh, amorphous. Amorphous? Is that a word? Amorphous? Amorphic? Hmm. I'm going to to look that up. That abstract, like, spirit sort of stuff. Uh, it's milk. It's bread. It's your labor, right? Real things mm-hmm. in the real world. Yeah. have the good news of God. Amen. Oh, yeah. Finally, Matt, though, we're turning the page. We're starting a new chapter. We spend a lot of time in Matthew 13. Uh, and we're going to skip ahead all the way to Matthew 14. Jesus, again, with the boats, withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. And when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns like the paparazzi. And when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion for them, was moved in his bowels and cured their sick. And when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, this, this is a deserted place and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away so that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, they need not go away for where we are going There is no money. Uh, You give them something to eat, is actually what he says, which is just as (laughs) unexpected. And they were like, well, we don't have anything. We just have these five loaves and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. And so he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowd and all ate and were filled. And they took up whatever was left over of the broken pieces, 12 baskets full. And those who ate were about 5,000 men, because those are the ones we counted. But there are also women and children there. The gospel of the Lord. Praise you, O Christ. Some work to do uh, 2,000 years ago with uh, how we count humans. <laughs> Some work to do. Hmm.
0: Yeah, where's that? Gosh, <laughs> Yeah, 5,000 men besides women and children.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this uh so I got man. So there's another this is the version without the little boy, huh? Cuz it's just like they're like this is what we got. Yeah. The little this lunchbox doesn't show up. Oh, the lunchbox is so cute. Lunchable. Well, uh gosh. So my my guest preacher a mo- a month or a month and a half ago. Preached on this text, actually. He like pulled this. He he knew he was priest on this other lecture so text, we pulled this other one because that's what I'm talking about. So he was a pro. He was a pro. Mm-hmm. That's how you do that's it. A good move. That's how you do it. I respect it when I see it happen. Right? So good. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. No, I'm gonna do this sermon.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh he had a great take uh that I'm gonna that I'm gonna share. This is from Dr. Larry Foy, the Reverend Dr. Larry Foy. Uh we appreciate you. Uh, and he had this great take that like the crowds so the crowds would have had brought brought their own food during the day. So they would have had their own food uh, and they, but that this, so he preached about the boy, right. Who's not in this story, uh, but you know what? You can just borrow it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but he had this take that the boy was actually bringing the reason the boy still had food with him. Uh, the United was that he was selling the food as if he was like, as if you were at like a ball game selling hot dogs and stuff. Like he was out there to make money for his family. Which I just thought was like a brilliant little take Mm. on what this kid was doing there. And so Jesus by like buying the food from him was also supporting the local economy. (laughs) It was just He just held one of the New
1: Jerseys for his basketball team. It was brilliant. Yeah.
0: I loved it. It was so relatable. So another take on this uh this amazing text. So I mean the other thing to unpack here is is what the miracle what the miracle is Does Jesus multiply this stuff, uh, supernaturally. Is this something where people suddenly start sharing all the things that they have, uh, as well? And can you sidestep both of those specific explainers (laughs) of what happened? Yeah. And maybe just talk about like, we have more than we think. Um, and that God Mm -hmm. gives us, uh, what we need. And sometimes you just, you look around and see what you've got, uh, lying around and you, you've got more than you think.
1: So. I like it, Matt. You know, unlike like the mustard seed one, I think this one's a pretty, you know, Pits right down the middle here. Pretty easy to get something to to get some contact on this one, because um, it hits things that I like. Again, the substantial element—that's the thing that ties these together. The good news is food; they get food. They don't have to pay for the food. Uh, they don't have to ask for the food. People deserve food, so they are given food. Mm-hmm. Um, people are hungry. They have food. They give it to them. Uh, and that's pretty, I think that's the good news, right? Like, and then take that yeah. and apply that to the rest of your life. Like, it doesn't need to be super complicated here. Yeah. And that I think that sometimes those questions of, like, the miracle and the explainer stuff, you know, I think it can help distract us from what the, the reality that this text demands and what it demands of us. Like if you have an extra loaf of bread, you gotta give it somebody. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple, you know. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather uh, pontificate about whether they all shared it or it was a supernatural thing, right? Like, yeah, who cares? Not the person who's hungry. <laughs> Good
0: stuff. Doesn't have to be complicated. I like that takeaway. Well, what are you listening Not to? Usually.
1: theme of this podcast but not usually this week doesn't have to be complicated what do we listen to well matt uh my family as we record are going on an outing i needed to record these podcasts so i had to make sacrifices uh they're going on an outing you would have joined them i think matt because they're going to see uh the new little mermaid Uh, and so i know right i'm gonna put queen latifah's version of poor unfortunate souls because uh, that is what sprung to mind when I was thinking of uh, of all the sea of poor, unfortunate souls who uh, who are the people of God. Uh, so, uh, hopefully, in a more uh, less nefarious way than uh, than Ursula's poor, unfortunate souls. There, so I got that going for you, and then you know. They're a deserted place, desert songs. There's only one band I think of when I think of the desert, and that's the Killers. Whew, and I'm doing Runaway Horses featuring Phoebe Bridgers. Off yes. Of, I think their most one of their most deserty. You know, Imploding the Mirage, I think, is a soundtrack to the desert. Along with, what was the album that came after it? Pressure? Pressure Machine. Pressure Machine, you know, because those were kind of sister albums, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, both soundtracks to the desert. So there you go. Killers. And then, uh, looking for good bread songs. Couldn't find a good bread song, but I found a good bread band. Gonna put bread on there. Everything I own, which works pretty good this week. What do you own? Excellent question. Uh, Listen to the soft rock sounds of bread, which is a terrible band name. (laughs) How about you, Matt? What are you listening to this week?
0: Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of bread songs, too, or at least like Eating songs are eating together, and when I got to crowding together, I thought of Crowded mm. Table
1: from the High it. Women,
0: which is a classic, classic song. It's really good.
1: we got to get to the gorge, oh. Matt. They just did a, a weekend at the gorge with everybody really, liked, including oh. Johnny Mitchell was kind of holding court. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. We need to take this show on the road. Or Brandy did, I guess. It was a High Women, but
1: I think a lot of them were there.
0: Yes. Man. All right. Well, Crowded Table, the High Women. Gosh, I'm trying to think of songs you can listen to while uh, sitting around a Crowded Table. And I'll go with Get Together by the Young Bloods. Come on, people now. Smile on your brother. Everybody get Mm. together. Try to love one another right now. Let that settle over this hippie crowd out there at Woodstock, Mm -hmm. or at least uh, uh, wherever Jesus was gathered. And then finally, I needed food songs. And uh, I'm going to do it. Eat it. Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Respect.
0: Respect. Well,
1: it's been real. Real vital. Ooh, not sure